everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. At least I know what day it is. Yeah, I forgot what day it was for a second, <laughs> but I'm better now. We have a long show. We do. We should get started. We should. There's a whole bunch of stuff from the Disney Parks blog. Um, they're starting with uh, Florida residents that have some special offerings or some things to do at Walt Disney World this summer. That's right. If you're a Florida resident, you can get a special ticket. It is the summer fun ticket for Florida residents that will allow you to get into the theme parks for $54 a day plus tax. Uh, there is a four-day ticket available for $215 plus tax. Uh, they also have two- and three-day versions um, and these tickets can be used on non-consecutive days uh, through September 17th. Okay, that's nice. So it's not an annual pass, but at least it gives you a little flexibility from having to buy the $120 a day ticket. That you have to use within two days. Right. Uh, there's a new trailer for Behind the Attraction, which is a Disney Plus show. That's right. Uh, Behind the Attraction is a 10-episode series uh, that is going to look at Disney Park's history uh, of their attractions, and it's going to look at how the attractions came to be and how they've changed over the years and uh, and how technology has evolved. Uh, Behind the Attractions begins streaming on Wednesday, July 21st. All right. And, and they're going to break it up. They're releasing the first five episodes uh, in July, and then uh, five additional episodes will be released later this year. Okay. Uh, you can watch Disney's The Jungle Cruise world premiere on the red carpet. It's going to be a live stream on July 24th. That's right. It is going to be a red carpet event hosted from Disneyland Park, uh, and they're going to live stream it. Um, the movie itself premieres on July 30th, um, but you'll be able to join D uh, Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt uh, as they uh, do the red carpet premiere in Disneyland. Very good. Uh, the Disney Parks blog is really driving home the point that um, we are halfway to the holidays. Yes. There's a couple of stories on it. I'll let you go through them. Yes, we, we did this for halfway to Halloween, mm -hmm. uh, where they announced a bunch of Halloween offerings, and now they are doing the same thing for the, uh, I wouldn't say Christmas season, but it's more than Christmas. It is the holidays. So it encompasses Christmas, Kwanzaa. Winter holidays. Yeah, winter holidays. Thank you. Uh, and that is uh, going to take place beginning November 12th at the Walt Disney World Resort um, over at the Magic Kingdom. They're going to have a new uh, party, after-hours party. Uh, we will not be getting uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party this year, but we will be getting Disney Very Merriest After Hours, which is a uh, special hard-ticketed event that debuts on November 8th. It will run on select nights through December 21st. It will be four hours of festivities, um, including Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks. Disney characters will be throughout the park with holiday music and decor and, and more. Uh, and 20 select attractions will be available. Tickets will go on sale next month uh, with early purchase uh, window for guests at select Walt Disney World resorts. Over at Hollywood Studios, the Holiday Tower Hotel will once again be transformed into uh, Arendelle, a Muppets Gingerbread Masterpiece, a Toy Story Hotel, and a Dickensian Village inspired by Mickey's Christmas Carol. And that is once again through the magic of projection effects. Uh, Santa Claus will be part of a motorcade down Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, and uh, Minnie is going to once again host her holiday meal at Disney's Hollywood and Vine Restaurant. 
um, over at Animal Kingdom Park. They are going to uh, bring the return of seasonal decor and festive Disney character flotillas. I was going to say flotillas because I was thinking of tortillas. Uh, Sailing down Discovery River to the joyful songs of the season. Uh, The Tree of Life will become a beacon of magic during the 50th anniversary celebration, once again, due to um, the magic of projection. And they will have the holiday edition of the Tree of Life Awakenings on most evenings. Over at Disney Springs, we're going to uh, have the Christmas tree stroll back. And, of course, there will be uh, special shopping um, in the resorts. There are going to be trees and the return of gingerbread houses. So that is exciting. And then over in Epcot, the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays presented by... Oh, the holidays? Um, Corksicle. Advent Health. Bam! <laughs> is going to run from November 26th through December 30th. There will be uh, holiday kitchens around the park. There will be performances by Voices of Liberty and the Cookie Stroll. That is the first of five Disney Parks blog stories on the holidays. All right. My goodness. The Disney Parks blog writers were very busy today. Do we want to go into all of these? What? All five stories. I, I just gave the highlighters off of one. Ugh. We didn't even talk about Disneyland. Disneyland is going to have their uh, Haunted Mansion holiday makeover for its 20th season beginning September 3rd. Uh, And that is where the mansion gets made over uh, in the image of Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. It is a collision of Halloween and Christmas. Uh, The Haunted Mansion holiday gingerbread house uh, has been debuted. Uh, There's been some pictures of it out. Uh, And uh, that's it for Disneyland. Over on the cruise line, uh, through November and December, the cruise line is decked out for holiday cheer during the very merry time cruises. Uh, Characters will be in their finest holiday attire, and there will be a special visit from none other than... Mickey Mouse. Santa Claus. You're uh, you're striking out with uh, holiday stuff. And let's see. Uh, Of course, you know, they want to advertise Disney Plus with their Disney Plus holiday watch list. With movies including Noel, High School Musical, The Musical, The Holiday Special, Home Alone, all the Santa Claus movies, The Muppet Christmas Carol, A Christmas Carol, Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, Prep and Landing, Once Upon a Snowman, and Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. I think that covers most of the holiday stuff. I mean, considering we're only halfway there, it's an awful lot of information. Right, it is. Okay, so are we done with the Disney Parks blog? Yeah, I won't even get into the products because they've got a whole bunch of specialty products. No, we'll get to hear all about those when uh, it comes actual Christmas time. I'm sure in a couple days they're going to release information on the foodie guide to the holiday festivals. Yes. All right, uh, let's go to some different type of news in Disneyland. The Finding Nemo submarine voyage is returning. Yeah, they're going to open uh, reopen Finding Nemo submarine voyage in the winter of 2021. Uh, considering winter begins on like December 19th, it should be close to the end of the year before that's up and running. Right. Uh, demolition is continuing at Toontown as the land prepares to add Minnie and Mickey's runaway railway. Yeah. And that's the whole story. Just the rest of the five and dime has been, uh, taken down the building. The building steel frame is there, but the front is out. Um, they are going to be replacing, 
most of that area with the El Capitoon Theater, which is where the uh, Runaway Railway will take place. And it's kind of a play on the El Capitan Theater, which Disney owns in downtown Los Angeles. Very good. Yeah. Uh, so we all know it's really expensive to get into the Disney parks. Yes. A man in Florida really didn't want to pay to get into the Magic Kingdom, so he went about trying to not pay the most difficult way I could possibly imagine. That's right. If you're Johnny Tran, 31, of Orlando, uh, you try to sneak in. Uh, on uh, this past Sunday, actually, I'm sorry, on May 23rd, it's just hitting the papers now, on May 23rd, he was arrested because at 1245... He uh, snuck into the park. He also skipped out on his parking fee. Uh, But uh, he walked up the berm that is covered in foliage, uh, and it's there to keep people out of the park, scaled a fence, uh, got into the Magic Kingdom tunnels, uh, and uh, walked out of a door that was reserved for cast members only. Uh, That's a backstage area. An undercover Disney security officer saw him, followed him, Uh, Mr. Tran then went into Tony's Town Square restaurant where he changed clothing um, and uh, he started walking towards Cinderella Castle. Uh, At that point, a Disney security manager stopped Mr. Tran and escorted him into a security office and called 911. Uh, Once the sheriff's deputies arrived, they read Tran his Miranda rights warning and arrested him. Um, He was uh, charged with uh, trespass on property and petit theft. so he does have a public defender uh, representing him who refused to comment on the case. Uh, he will be in his next hearing on July 27th where the state will make a decision whether to pursue charges. I mean, rather elaborate just to get into the Magic Kingdom. It is. I'll, I'll just skip out on $170. But I get it. Oh, I mean, if you don't have the money, you don't have the money. I mean, are you that desperate to see it? Right. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, me, I'd be happy just to drive on property. I guess. You know? But he lives in Orlando, so it's probably not special to drive on property. No. At the Jungle Cruise, a tarp-covered box is now in the Natives Ambush scene. That's right. Uh, it's it's covered in uh, a jungle netting. Uh, so we're hoping to see what this is going to be. Um, it is rumored to be, let's see here. I can't scroll fast enough. Um, It is where the uh, attacking natives ambush scene previously was. um, And it looks like the natives are being replaced by boxes. Okay. Yeah. Just as exciting. Yes. A short refurbishment of uh, Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin at the Magic Kingdom is taking place from July 20th to the 22nd. And then another short refurbishment at Small World is taking place from July 27th to July 30th. There you go. Those are your stories. All right. Um, and then this, I don't know how I feel about this. The icicle lights will not be returning to Cinderella's castle this holiday season. Well, I don't believe they were on the castle last year. No, but COVID, they had just reopened not too, well, in August or July. I don't, like, there weren't a lot of people in the parks. Right. I don't, I mean, they just made the announcement now. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they are not listed on the holiday offerings. Um, but... Uh, The castle is listed to become a beacon of magic, uh, and the beacon of magic lights will alternate periodically with holiday projections on Cinderella Castle. So, you know... replace the lighting with projections. Hopefully, because uh, if they do that, then they don't have to have that crane set up for four months out of the year to take lights up and down. But those lights are gorgeous. They are gorgeous. 
Um, As are you. Thank you. The hours have been extended for Casey's Corner. That's right. Uh, Casey's Corner is now going to be open until 10.30 p.m., which gives guests 30 minutes after the park closes. Oh, that's nice. It is. I hate when they close everything up and you're like just well, getting ready to leave the park and then you're hungry. Not only just closing things up, but they were closing at 7 p.m. Right, before you're even done. So three hours before the park closed, you can't get a hot dog. I mean, if it's 15 minutes before the park closes, you can't find popcorn. You can't right. find anything. Right. But it's nice. You know, you've got all these people waiting there for the happily ever after fireworks. Mm-hmm. And Casey's is closed. You can't right. run over there to get a soda. Right. Maybe you want to get a hot dog. Yeah. You know, for a park that all of a sudden is finding different ways to bring in revenue, yeah. you're closing a restaurant that has how many thousands of people in front of it. Yeah, not mm-hmm. anymore. Right. They're so, making the money now. Good move, Disney. <laughs> uh, fireworks cruises have returned to Walt Disney World. That's right. Technically, this is called a specialty cruise, but we all know that people rent these cruises so that they can watch fireworks from a boat. Um, and if you want to see the Happily Ever After Fireworks or uh, what's the Epcot show? Epcot Forever. Uh, you can watch the show. You rent a specialty boat uh, and it takes you out on the water and you get a great vantage point. Yep. Uh, they have the soundtrack, which is piped right onto the boat's uh, mm-hmm. speakers. Uh, so you don't miss a thing. No, it's very uh, nice. And it's, uh, you know, provided it's uh, not a chilly night. Uh, it's a nice way to watch the fireworks or, or nighttime shows. Agreed. We've done it at both parks, and it's uh, it's been fun. Yes, yeah. I think the Epcot one we maybe have done twice. We've done that like two or three times. Universe of Energy pillars are being painted a different color. That's right. Uh, they're being painted a dark orange. Well, they were being painted dark orange uh, yeah. for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Right. But now they're being painted gray with oh. alien accents. Okay. So nobody knows if this is a change uh, or, you know, uh, is this some type of gray primer? Um, but considering the fact that they're putting accents on the gray, it might uh, it might be the completed uh, picture. Okay. The Coca-Cola carts in Epcot are getting a new look. Yeah, they're getting a new geometric design. Uh, and this is for the carts at the outdoor dining kiosks in Future World. Um, they're actually the same carts, but they have decorative inserts that have a new red and white geometric design. Uh, it's very much like some of the uh, triangles from Spaceship Earth. Um, but Zach Ridley has noted that the um, uh, d- designs resemble the style of Club Cool's new flooring. So maybe they're trying to tie all of the Coca-Cola stuff together with Club Cool. Maybe. Yeah. Disney Imagineers are going to discuss the creation of Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway at this year's Comic-Con. That's right. San Diego Comic-Con is uh, doing Comic-Con at home again this year due to the COVID uh, uh, you know, issues. And uh, Imagineers are going to have a panel where they discuss the creation of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. It's called Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, From Animation to Imagineering, and it gives a perspective of a number of the individuals involved with the original version and creation of the attraction. Um, So this is uh, kind of exciting. Um, You know, normally Disney has a presence at Comic-Con through Marvel and Star Wars and their films, uh, but the past couple of Comic-Cons, they have had no, no presence uh, so to see them having presence uh, from the theme park side is is pretty interesting. 
Uh, and this event is going to premiere on July 25th at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, and if you want to, you can check it out at the Comic-Con at Home event page. All right. A baby Nile hippo was born yesterday at the Animal Kingdom. Well, congratulations. Uh, a Nile hippopotamus calf uh, ju- is just another one of the babies that were born this year in Animal Kingdom. Awesome. Yeah. I don't believe he is uh, named yet. No, they always wait a long time. Yeah. Um, but the uh, mother is actually out on Kilimanjaro safaris, and you can see the mother nursing the baby on the riverbank. Aw. Which is kind of cool. In Disney Springs, salt and straw signage has been added to construction walls. That's right. They are uh, listed as a Curiously Delicious Ice Cream opening in 2022. Okay. Also coming to Disney Springs is a Fabletics store. That's right. Fabletics. Uh, did you know who co-founded that? No. Actress Kate Hudson. Oh. That's right. Uh, this is going to be the brand's second Orlando-based location. The first one is at the mall at Melania. Um, but they are going to be opening a store in Disney Springs this fall. They're going to start with a soft opening with private shopping appointments and special discounts for exclusive members and other guests. Um, This new location will offer a modern shopping experience utilizing OmniSuite and OmniShop technologies to request different size, color options, check stock, and get styling tips, all without having to leave the fitting room in search of an associate. All good. Yeah. Um, at Deluxe Burger, you can try for a limited time a Black Widow milkshake and burger. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I don't know why I chose this story, except for the fact because that you like a, Deluxe a Burger and you like. Black I Widow. do like burgers and milkshakes and Black Widow, uh, but they do have a Black Widow milkshake, uh, which is vanilla gelato blended with Morello cherry puree, cayenne pepper, and lime, with layers of chocolate chiffon cake and a red velvet cake pop on top. That'll set you back $9.99, um, and uh, it's it's very red in color, very dark, uh, and the burger details, it is a Black Widow burger for $13.49, and it is a beef patty with Widow's Bite Scotch Bonnet Sauce, Ninja Radish Slaw, Cheddar, Lettuce, Tomato, and Grilled Onions, um, and it's served on a black bun that kind of has the Widow symbol uh, baked into it. It looks like something like that's been cut open and is like bleeding. It looks like a wound. Mm-hmm. That is not attractive. Okay. A black bun with a no. Hopefully, it tastes good. Yeah, yeah, it is a black bun. It is not attractive. Maybe the let me see the milkshake. Uh, the milkshake. Hold on, I have to scroll. That is a good picture. There you go. All right. I might eat the milk, drink the milkshake. I would try the burger. All right. Um, there's some name changes for menu items at Trader Sam's. That's right. Uh, as part of the cultural sensitivity going on at uh, Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar uh, in Walt Disney World, uh, they have changed some of the menu items. Uh, the head headhunter roll, uh, headhunter sushi roll, has now been named the Kahuna Tuna Sushi Roll. And the shrunken zombie head is now known as Zombie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, in resort news, at the Boardwalk Inn, the Bellevue Lounge um, was supposed to reopen, but that's been delayed just maybe a couple of days. Yeah, it was originally supposed to open on July 11th, but they have uh, moved the reopening to July 14th, and that is due to a ceiling leak. Uh-oh. Uh, this lounge serves coffee and pastries in the morning and cocktails in the evening. Very nice. The walkway is reopened between the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian. 
That's right. Uh, they were closed slightly uh, for a little bit due to the removal of some of the walk around the world bricks. Okay. Which would have made me angry had I paid how many hundreds of dollars uh, to have a brick put in only to have it ripped out uh, 20 or 30 years later. Well, I mean, you had a good 20 or 30 years. That's, that's true. There, there are some bricks uh, that still remain over near Luau Cove, uh, and that is near the Polynesian, um, but I'm sure that those will be pulled out at some point soon. I'm sure. The Atlantic Dance Hall is going to be reopening on August 6th. That's right. August 6th at 8 p.m., the Atlantic Dance Hall Nightclub will reopen. They will close at 1 a.m., uh, this is for guests 21 and older who enjoy dancing. And that's located on the boardwalk. It is. Now, if they would just open Jelly Rolls, which is amazing yeah. that they don't open Jelly Rolls, but they do open the Atlantic Dance Hall. Yeah. Thatched roofing has been added to the Polynesian entranceway. That's right. Also known as the Port Cochere. I don't like that word because I can't say it. Uh, yeah, they've added the thatched roof. Um, that's exciting. The resort is scheduled to open in less than a week on the 19th of July. So, uh, you know, they're getting things into gear now. It's about time. Right. Nothing like waiting until the last minute. Exactly. Emmy nominations are out. How was Disney faring? Disney did very well. Um, there were two shows. The highest number of nominations were by The Crown, uh, which is not a Disney Plus show, and The Mandalorian. They both garnered 24 nominations each. Uh, WandaVision brought in a total of 23 uh, nominations. Okay. Uh, that is for Best Actor, Best Actress, and Best Supporting Actress, as well as Outstanding Limiting Series, Outstanding Production Design, Outstanding Casting. Um, that is for that show. Uh, as I said, The Mandalorian brought in 24 Emmy nominations. Disney Plus shows received a total of 71 nominations wow. across a variety of categories. Uh, Hamilton also had a number of nominations for Best Actor and Actress categories. Uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, as well as the documentary Secrets of Wales, brought in nom uh, nominations for Disney+. Plus. Um, let's see. There was one other interesting fact here. Uh, the There were... Uh, I forget. I can't find it now. But it was, uh, uh, I think, Marvel... Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe series were responsible for, I don't know, about like 45 uh, Emmys uh, right. nominations, which is, is excellent. Yeah. Uh, the 73rd Emmy Awards will be broadcast on Sunday, September 19th on CBS. Okay. A teaser trailer was released for Pixar's upcoming film, Turning Red. That's right. That is up on our Facebook page already. Uh, and this is the story of a 13-year-old girl who turns into a red panda whenever she gets embarrassed, which apparently <laughs> for 13-year-old girls is, a lot. is very often. Oh, how cute. Uh, the clip is just a teaser trailer. It's expected to release in the spring of 2022. Hopefully this gets a theatrical release. The past couple of Pixar films have been direct to Disney+. Plus. That is Soul and Luca. Uh, so Pixar is due for, for a theatrical yeah, release. absolutely. Um, ESPN Plus pricing has been increased. That's right. Uh, they are going up $1 a month to $6.99. However, if you, um, if you were part of a bundle with uh, ESPN and Hulu and Disney+, Plus, the bundle price did not change. Okay. In Universal News, the NBC Sports Grill and Brew opened on July 13th at Universal CityWalk. 
That's right. Uh, this is the newest dining establishment uh, on uh, in Universal's uh, City Walk. Oh, that's Hollywood. I'm sorry. I was thinking Florida. Um, so they're open and uh, exciting for them. Uh, it serves, uh, you know, bar food, chili burgers, chicken sandwiches, pretzels, chili. Um, so anything you would want while you were watching uh, sports in, a, in an NBC-themed sports bar. And that's in Hollywood? That is. Okay. Uh, casting is continuing for Halloween Horror Nights 30. That's that right. That be in Orlando. That or is. Or do they do it in both? Uh, they do it in Orlando. Okay. Uh, they are looking for scare actors and stilt walkers still. Okay. So if you want to be a stilt walker, now is your opportunity. SeaWorld has announced the first haunted house for their Hollow Scream event. That's right. Hollow Scream is coming. Um, and uh, they have a new haunt called Dead Vines. Uh, is the jungle alive or undead? Uh, and it is uh, haunted by a merciless mistress of ivy and evil. All right. So that is exciting for them. They also have announced their first scare zone called Witchcraft Bayou, which has a voodoo theme. Uh, and they will also have a themed bar experience called Poison Grotto. Uh, SeaWorld's Hallow Scream event will debut on September 10th and will run for 27 select nights through October 31st. It is the park's first uh, extra ticket event. All right. Yeah. SeaWorld is giving away free beer to visitors. That's right. Free beer will get me there now. <laughs> uh, now through August 12th, you can get one 12-ounce pour per visit. You must be 21 years old to participate. And the brews are available at Mama's Pretzel Kitchen Patio Bar only. Free beer hours start at 11.30 a.m. and one end one hour prior to parks closing. Um, this was brought uh, by popular demand uh, due to a similar offer over at Bush Gardens after uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup. All right. Yeah. I mean, it can't cost them too much. They're owned by Anheuser-Busch. They're owned by Anheuser-Busch, anyway, so. which is a beer company. So, Some families are suing Universal Orlando over a racist gesture by a costumed Gru character. Yeah, two families are suing um, a, a, a character uh, that is entitled Felonious Gru, because I guess there are different versions of Gru, uh, is apparently making a supposed white power or, or white supremacist gesture, which is just an okay symbol, uh, in some of the pictures with children. What reason would they possibly have to make that symbol? Um, the children in these pictures and families in the pictures were non uh, No, I understand, but like, it, like for them to come back and for Universal to come back and say, I mean, they haven't really responded, but like, I don't understand what possible argument they could be because they're very clear what he's doing with his hands. Right. And there's no reason to be doing that. No. So, uh, yeah, I hope these families win. No, and they're, they're trying to determine, so these incidents both happened in February and March to two separate families. Uh, and they're trying to figure out if the same person was in the Gru costume during those uh, incidents. I would suspect it was the same person. I like to think not multiple people are that awful. Right. Um, the Orange County mayor has recommended individuals return to wearing masks indoors. That's right. We mentioned last week that uh, Orange County, Florida had uh, inched back up to five, uh, 5.99% uh, infection rate with COVID. Uh, so Mayor Demings is uh, once again saying that individuals, regardless of your vaccination status, should be wearing masks while indoors again. Um, 
this is not a mandate. This is a recommendation at this time. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Do what you got to do, I guess, right? Yep. All right. Any final words? Not tonight. All right. For all those stories, uh, we got it done in 28 minutes. That wasn't bad. So until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.